Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This is Red Sox Review, and it starts right now. Here's your host, Joe Weil. Jansen working a little more quickly. With an eye toward this payoff pitch, here it comes. Bounding ball past the mound to his left. Urias has it, throws the first for the out, and the Red Sox win. Little anxiety in the ninth inning, but the Red Sox hang on to win it 4-3. to three. And a much-needed win for the Red Sox tonight at Fenway Park. They bounce back from yesterday and take down the Royals 4-3. to They've now won the first two games of this, uh, two of the first three uh, in this four-game set. Of course, the series finale coming up tomorrow at Fenway Park. But the Red Sox fell 9-3 to yesterday, and the Royals had 15 hits in that game. They were 6-for-6 six six in terms of stolen base attempts. Today, a much different story. Nick Pavetta doing a nice job getting the start today, and he allows just two runs in five innings. He ends up earning the victory. The Red Sox bullpen combines for four innings and allows just one run. The Red Sox picked off a base runner of the Royals. Also gun one down at second base in the top of the ninth inning in a big spot. So the Red Sox limiting the Royals on the base pass tonight, making some adjustments and then they're buoyed by a three-run bottom of the fourth inning. That proves to be the difference in tonight's game. Joe Weil with you. Thanks for joining us on Red Sox Review. If you want to chime into the conversation, 617-779-7937. Again, 617-779-7937. You can also text us at 37937 as well. The Red Sox still five games back of the Blue Jays for the third wild card spot as the Blue Jays won tonight. But for the Red Sox tonight, some positive signs, especially on the pitching side after they struggled yesterday with the four guys that they rolled out and allowed 15 hits and nine runs against the Royals team that came into tonight 28th in Major League Baseball, in runs scored, yet they had their way with the Red Sox yesterday. And it wasn't the Red Sox A guys on the mound as was the case tonight. Much different story with John Schreiber, Josh Winkowski, Chris Martin, Kenley Jansen, you know, relieving Nick Pavetta. Those are the guys you want on the mound when you need a victory. 
and the four guys ultimately deliver. Yes, Kenley Jansen gives up a home run in the top of the ninth inning, but still ends up earning his 25th save. And then the three guys before him have just been so remarkable. Kenley Jansen's been great this year, too. But there's a lot to love about Josh Winkowski and Chris Martin. And then, you know, John Schreiber tonight looking like the John Schreiber of 2022, where he tosses a 1-2-3 sixth inning, a big middle inning for the Red Sox to bridge the gap to the end of the game. And again, they win against the Royals by a score of 4-3 to three tonight. They're now 59-55, and 55, still five games back of the Blue Jays. But this is a series you have to take after... The letdown against the Blue Jays last weekend where you get swept in that series, and that's the team, obviously, you're trying to jump. You know, you you at least get two of the first three. Now you need to go win tomorrow if the game actually happens. There is rain in the forecast, but, of course, it is still good to go. The City Connect jerseys, once again, providing some good magic. It didn't yesterday, but that being said, the Red Sox 23-5 and now in those jerseys. Pablo Reyes with a three-hit night. He solidified his roster spot for the time being uh, after hitting the walk-off Grand Slam on Monday, but he pitches in three hits. Tristan Casas goes deep again. He now has 18 home runs in the season. Want to talk a little bit more about him as well, but the Red Sox offensively against Jordan Lyles, who's one of, if not the worst starting pitcher in Major League Baseball. You know, they didn't smack him around. Jordan Lyles actually tosses a complete game his second of the year with the eight innings that he pitches. But that being said, the Red Sox did just enough to win. And at this point, they will certainly take it as they take down the Royals 4-3 to tonight. Let's now hear from Red Sox manager Alex Cora and what he has to say after tonight's win. It was big, not only because we needed it, but... He just pitched three days ago, so to go out there and pitch the way he did, good fastball. The breaking ball was good, obviously. Melendez, better talk to him. That's too much, you know, in two years. So, but uh, it was enough, and then it's easier that way, right? Just line him up and and go and try to get the rest of the the outs, and you know, the bullpen did a good job. He's 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 so strong and he he works so hard in between outings. You know we're not gonna call him starts now, but uh, he, he's a big kid. You know he's strong and uh, uh, he cares. Um, I mentioned a few weeks ago, very similar to David, that he he enjoys coming to the ballpark and, and I want to compete. And um, you know, the other day he you know he was a grind, but he did a good job. I, I believe over the weekend against the Jays and. Uh, knowing that this is what we wanted to do, uh, understanding that Chris is going to be uh, Friday, sorry, it's going to be Friday, and, you know, we got to keep Murph out of the mix for a little bit here just in case, um, obviously, with Chris going on Friday, use him in a spot or tomorrow. Um, he, did a, he did an outstanding job. This curveball, I think, through seven swings and misses out of the 10 times he threw it. With the curveball? Yeah, what would you, what would you like it's a good one, but I think the the difference, the, the game changer has been that cutter slider sweeper today, whatever they put it up there. Um, it is, gives him, you know, four pitches now. Uh, he got the fastball, the curveball, the short one, and the big one. So uh, it's, it's hard to hit him now. It's not just a vertical attack, fastball's up, breaking ball's down. It's something sideways, especially with varieties. And, um, you know, we always talk about his fastball. He always plays. And... There's confidence now, too. You know, you can see it. Um, today, he was a little fast <laughs> early in the game. I was like, bro, you got 20 seconds. Like, you have to slow down. But 
No, he gets caught up on that. He, he wants to just go, 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 go. And, uh, you know, we were able to slow him down, and he gave us five, five beginnings. The play at second, that was huge. Uh, game awareness, understanding what they did last, last, uh, yesterday. Uh, uh, just great, great job, you know. And, and the inside move kind of like changed that inning and, and gave us a chance to win. I was like, finally, something going our way, I guess, you know. I've never seen it. I've never seen that, not even BP. You know, we go over the rules, and they always talk about if the ball gets stuck in the, in the monster. I'm like, that's not going to happen. But it did, yeah. Yeah, and credit to Kenley. Early in the season, um, you know, he was very slow, and they were running all over him um, throughout his career. He's been able to mix mix it up, right? Uh, you know, like being quick and I don't know the last what four or five guys that have take off uh, in a game like that. We have been able to throw throw out. Uh, Kenley was quick and the throw was amazing. And Louis, you know, he's stuck in there and and, and made a great play. The kids up the middle, uh, they they play well today again. Uh, good defense and uh, you know we turned some double plays and we made some plays. The last one is not an easy play. He makes it so. Overall, a good one. Uh, hopefully tomorrow, we show up tomorrow, and Pax can give us uh, six innings and, and go from there. Fred, how would you describe the swing hit for you guys the runs? Uh, the line drive the other way? Yeah. That was good. That was good. And that's, you know, backtracking the pitches and, and going to the way. He's been a little bit pull happy, swinging over pitches, and to be able to stay on that pitch and go the other way. And, you know, Melendez, great effort. Uh, credit to Rafi, too, uh, sometimes. The runner, when he sees that ball and hits the glove, they slow down, and he just kept going. Also, Doogie, when the base hit up the middle, uh, you know, great send by Carlos there. Uh, you know, it was uh, one of those that it was going to be bang, bang, but Doogie did a good job hustling to the plate, and we scored. When you hear about Whitlock today, you're he was here. Yeah, we talked to him, and uh, the first inning was uh, okay, I guess. Right? I was uh, the, the, the play by play by Alex today. <laughs> I was following it. Uh, not too many swings. No, no swings and misses in the first one. But then he felt better. Used the fastball, the sinker, inside to righties. Was able to use his changeup. Let's see how he bounces uh, back tomorrow. And uh, there's a good chance he'll be with us uh, over the weekend. I know yesterday you said the aisle wasn't um, a possibility for Turner. But any, any change there? Any no, no, no. No concerns. I mean, obviously, stay away from him for a little bit. But we're, we're in a good spot right now. I mean, he, he's been working so hard in his craft, and he's been consistent in his work, and he's been stubborn in a good way, uh, kind of like doing his thing. And, uh, you know, he got a good pitch to hit after Rafi slowed it down, too. You know, uh, that was one of the things that we talked about the game yesterday. It got to a point there that our starters, uh, Cutter kind of like struggled, and we went out there, and it was a six-pitch inning, and he went out right away. And today, Rafi slowed it down. Uh, I think it was a four-pitch at bat, but he was able to, to give us some – you know, like breathe to breathe in the inning, and then he got a good pitch to hit and put a good swing on it. Yeah, that was really good. Rafi's been kind of talking to him and giving him advice that really helped him get into this group. But I, I just believe it's a it's a, a team effort. You know, Louis, Rosie, and 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 Pete, they have added some things uh, in his routine. Obviously, he's very disciplined at what he does. You know, he swings a. Uh, at the right ones, and when you do that, you're going to be successful. 
and uh, he's been hitting the ball hard. You know, I'm not surprised that he hits it far because uh, if you see him eat, it's, it's eye-opening, to be honest with you. You know, uh, we've been in diners on the road, and it's not one, one, one dish. It's actually three, you know. And, uh, I mean, this guy eats more than, I mean, it, you, you'd rather take him out to shopping, you know, for, for clothes than actually take him out to dinner. Usually it's the other way around, but, man, this guy, yeah, he's a monster. Yeah, he's a monster. All right, so that was Alex Cora talking after the Red Sox 4-3 to victory over the Kansas City Royals. thought there were a couple of interesting things I just wanted to add on. The first couple of questions were about Nick Pavetta. And thinking about his situation this year, he starts the year in the rotation, then he gets put in the bullpen because he was ineffective in the rotation and handles that role extremely well, now gets thrusted back into the rotation because of needs and performs well tonight. He deserves a ton of credit. And since he was put in the bullpen, he has an ERA of 2.67 over his last 20 appearances, which now includes two starts and the start tonight that's included in this stretch. And he has struck out 78 batters in 57 and two-thirds innings. You heard Alex Gore talk about the importance of the sweeper that's been added into Nick Pavetta's arsenal. But on top of that tonight, his curveball was really effective. He had 10 swings against the curveball and seven whiffs. We also got an update on Justin Turner and Garrett Whitlock. Turner's been dealing with a sore heel. And uh, so Alex Gore is saying they're going to just keep him away for the time being. Being. Meanwhile, Garrett Whitlock had a rehab appearance in Worcester. He tossed two and a third innings, did not give up a run, allowed two hits, struck out three, and Alex Cora saying we're going to see how he feels, and then if he feels okay tomorrow, uh, good chance he's going to be put on the roster and, and activated back onto the roster from the IL on Sunday. And then giving a shout-out to Tristan Casas as well, who went deep tonight for his 18th home run of the year. Tristan Casas has been one of the more fun stories in my mind in 2023. We all know there's still work to be done defensively, but coming into tonight since the All-Star break, he was third in Major League Baseball in OPS with a a 1.191 OPS, second in slugging percentage, 14th in on-base percentage. And tonight, you know, he only goes one for three, but he hits a home run that gets the Red Sox on the board. He's been a, a, a fun story, his development, the way he's gotten better as the year has progressed. It's been a ton of fun, a ton of fun to watch, and he takes Jordan Lyles deep in the second inning of tonight's game. The Red Sox add on three, the big hit, a two-run double by Alex Verdugo, and then they tack on another run and a Reese McGuire RBI single in that bottom of the fourth inning. The Red Sox a winner tonight by a score of 4-3. to three. We're going to take you up to 11 p.m. tonight here on Red Sox Review. We have a couple calls rolling in. Hang tight. We'll get to you on the other side of this upcoming break, but if you want to chime in, 617-779-7937. Joe Weil with you here in the WEI studios, but now we send it over to Joe Braverman who has what's trending on WEI. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Long on there's a shot toward left center field. Melendez on the go, and he dropped it. Off the glove, it rolls away. One run is scored. Rafi being waved home. Here comes the throw. It's cut off. Two runs score, and the Red Sox lead it 3-2. Melendez went straight across toward left center. Took a dive. Had it in his glove, but could not squeeze it, and it fell out. Center fielder there to back up, a two-run score on a two-run double by Verdugo, his 29th double. He's got 43 RBIs, and the Red Sox lead 3-2. That's a hit all the way. And the Red Sox were able to capitalize on some breaks tonight, that being one of them. It was a tough play for MJ Melendez on that line drive by Alex Verdugo, but as you heard Joe just call it, it comes out of the glove, two runs come in to score, and that was the highlight from tonight's Nissan Red Sox postgame show. The blockbuster event of the summer isn't another action movie. It's the Nissan Thrill of the Drive sales event starring the action-packed Nissan lineup. Better hurry, these offers won't get a sequel. The Red Sox win by a score of 4-3 to tonight over the Kansas City Royals. Mentioned that was one of a couple breaks that the Red Sox got tonight. One of which was that uh, that ball that hit off the light and went into the light on the scoreboard that could have led to a Royals run. Instead, it stopped play. Runners at second and third. I thought it was so interesting. Joe Castiglione, uh, of course, he's been with the Red Sox for 41 years. He, he remarked to Sean McDonough, I've been here 41 years. I've never seen that on a Kyle Isbell double that uh, took place in the second inning. It put runners on second and third with two outs, but the Royals didn't score after that. A pretty bizarre play, but the Red Sox win. They're now 59-55. and 55. Still five games back, though, in the wild card race. And uh, curious to hear from you know everybody listening out there, your thoughts on how you feel about this Red Sox team. If they win tomorrow and take three out of four against the Royals, does it make you slightly more optimistic about their playoff hopes, or do you feel the exact same way about them? But let's go to the phones for the first time tonight. And again, if you want to chime in, 617-779-7937. Again, 617-779-7937. You can also text us at 37937. But let's go to Matt and Marblehead, who's been waiting very patiently. Matt, you're on Red Sox Review. Matt, Matt, are you still there? 
Yep. Uh, we, we, poor Matt. He, he was hanging on for about 10 minutes, and, uh, and, and but I could hear the radio in the background. So if you're going to call in, obviously, you got to turn that radio off in the back. Let's go to David in Florida, though, next. David, you're on Red Sox Review. Greetings. What's going on, David? I know you, you, you had a tendency to disagree with me a little bit, but... I don't. That's okay. Well, David. David, last time get... last time I disagreed with you, you were trying to argue that hard hit rate didn't matter, and that hitting the ball hard know, wouldn't lead to wins. I didn't say it didn't matter. I just said that it's over, over, overhyped, overrated. I didn't say it doesn't matter. All right, what so, you got? Well, I mean, come on. It, 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 that's what it sounded like. But what do you have tonight? No, I don't want to get carried away tonight by these couple of wins uh, uh, against a minor league team like the Royals. So that being said, you know, I'm just wondering, I mean, here's what I think is going to happen. On the last weekend of the season, they're going to end up missing the playoffs by a game. And what's going to happen is, not to be not to be dark or anything, but I see, I'm just wondering who it's going to be. I see Devers making a throwing error in the last inning of the last game. And whoever they're playing the last weekend of the series is going to win that game because of Devers' throwing error. And if that didn't happen, they would have won the game and they'd make the playoffs. But I see something crazy happen. I think the season is going to kind of come down to some crazy situation last weekend of the season. And there's going to be a, another big error or a big base running blunder like there's been all season. And they're going to end up missing the game, missing the playoffs by a game or two. And... You know, I mean, there's nothing, there's, there's no reason to be optimistic because they're beating up on Kansas City, which is a minor league team. And then after that, they get Detroit for a couple of games. And so the, the, this is just, it's, it's ridiculous. The season is an abomination. I mean, Cora is, is just, he, he's a day late, a dollar short, and doing it and making all this disciplinary uh, uh, David, decisions regarding Verdugo. David, they won tonight. They won. I, I I get I get it. This team is flawed, but they won tonight. Just they're, they're enjoy. Flawed. Those are, they, I don't, calling I, them flawed is like calling a thunderstorm a sun shower. <laughs> they're, 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 they're they're cancerous. They are disgraceful and and they who's don't, more they who's more dis- wait hold on David 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 who who's more disgraceful in your mind? The Red Sox were fifty nine and fifty five, or the Kansas City Royals who are now thirty seven and seventy nine. I get in it. terms of where they should be, and if you put that in the context of of the market in which they play, and the potential and the money they have at their disposal, then the Red Sox are indisputably more disgraceful. All right, David. Well, I appreciate you chiming in. And if you want to grab David's line, six one seven 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 nine seven nine three seven. Listen, the things he brought up as criticisms are fair because he's talking about the. The, the fielding aspect of it, we've talked about this, we've parked on it all year long, but in, in case you, you forget, the Red Sox dead last in errors, throwing errors, uh, outs above average, they're, they're worst in Major League Baseball and also worst in fielding percentage. But I just don't get feeling that way after tonight's game uh, where you actually did some good things defensively. Yes, one error by Tristan Costas, but you still win four to uh, four to three. And again, if you want to call in 617-779-7937, the texts are rolling in at 37937. One of the questions we got is, do you think Christian Arroyo and Sadon Rafael will be called up in September? Uh, it's an interesting question because I can see a scenario 
in which both of those guys do get called up at some point this year. If I'm going to put likelihood on one of them getting called up, I would I would have to figure Christian Arroyo. Uh, only reason being with Sadon Rafaela is is one thing you hear. Uh, despite him tearing it up right now in Worcester, and if he continues to tear it up, you know, in a way he just did, then maybe it's a conversation that needs to be at the forefront within the next week or two. But I, I, I or, or when we hit September and the, the the roster expands a bit, but the one thing with Sadon Raffaello that you hear a ton is that he needs to work on his plate discipline. Uh, now he's still hitting bombs after you know bomb after bomb. Uh, he's been he's I, I've had a chance to see him in Worcester a couple times. He's been really fun to watch tonight. He went one for four, but his OPS over a thousand still, but. It would be fun to watch him, and he's an exciting player, especially what he does defensively, being able to play in the outfield. He's an incredible center fielder, and then on top of that, he could play a little infield as well, a little shortstop. Uh, it would be awesome to see. So I'm rooting for it in a way. And then for Christian Arroyo, he's at least a nice depth piece to have in AAA, and you DFA him, yet he he, he ends up staying within the Red Sox system. Nobody else takes a chance on him, and, and that kind of ends up working out for the Red Sox but. Because at least he's experienced in that clubhouse, he you know he has he hasn't had a good, had a good year, but he's got a track record of at times being a pretty solid big league player. So uh, an interesting question there on the text line. Want to go to just one more uh, another text coming in. The Sox are not deep enough in any position, uh, any position pitching anything. It's hard to think they will be able to go into October. And yeah, I think there's still still doubts with this team. You know, despite winning tonight four to three, the defense to me is 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 the big question mark along with the pitching. Now you are getting Chris Sale back soon. Uh, Tanner Houck uh, also just pitched recently with Worcester as he's continuing to rehab. You're going to get Garrett Whitlock back soon as long as he feels okay tomorrow after pitching today. So it, it's an interesting. Uh, it's it, it, there's some there's some parts of the Red Sox that I think. Overall, this season have been really strong offensively, despite a little bit of a blip recently. They came into tonight last 11 games, 29th in on-base percentage, 28th in average, 25th in slugging. They had only scored 36 runs over their last 11, and, and they get four tonight against Jordan Lyles, which shout out to Jordan Lyles. Uh, his big league career is charmed in a way because... He came into today with a 69 and 102 record. Now it's uh, 69 and 103. So 69 wins, 103 losses, a 5.20 ERA. He's pitched 13 years and he's got a negative WAR. Yet he's still able to, you know, be pretty. Uh, he's still able to get consistent uh, starts, appearances at the big league level. Uh, he has. Uh, he came into tonight with the highest qualified ERA, and then Foolish Baseball just put out this stat. We're going to get back to the calls in a moment, but I thought this was pretty funny. So he throws a complete game tonight against the Red Sox because he goes a full eight. Jordan Lyles has now tied Sandy Alcantara, Framber Valdez, and Nathan Avaldi for the 2023 complete games lead with two. One of those things just doesn't belong here. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's just it's it's awesome. Uh it, it's it's pretty interesting that uh, this game of baseball, but credit to Jordan Lyles who continues to get opportunities. Myself, Joe Braverman, we have a higher war, career war than uh, than Jordan Lyles, who again is uh, has a negative war, negative 2.5 coming into tonight. Let's go back to the phone zone. Let's go to Matt and Marblehead, who we tried to get a little bit earlier. Matt, you're on Red Sox Review. Hey, Joe, how's it going? Long-time listener, first-time caller. Oh, great to hear from you, Matt. 
Yeah, I, hey, I was at the game tonight, um, and I just wanted to say, I think Pablo Reyes is a great, great player for us. The last three games, I think he's been about seven for ten, or maybe like six for eight, and he's just been raking the ball, and it's great to see, and I think we, we need another feeler. I, I wanted to get your thoughts on that, and I, also, Joe, I was wondering, like, how much are we paying Pablo Reyes? Because I don't know how much we're paying you, but he, he needs more money. <laughs> Matt, I appreciate that a lot. I appreciate you calling in and, and, and calling back after we tried to get you a little bit earlier. Pablo Reyes has been a pretty fun story, uh, you know, for the Red Sox. And you think about the way the Red Sox acquired him. Uh, he, he was acquired in a trade for, for cash considerations uh, from the Oakland A's, a, a team that, as we all know, have been brutal. I mean, I think they're still the worst team in Major League Baseball. I'm just going to check in a moment here. But uh, with that being said, he's become a pretty solid guy for the Red Sox to have, especially as a depth piece. And uh, as Matt points out, he's he's actually been pretty productive here with the Red Sox. He, and he beat out Yu Chang for a roster spot. We were all waiting for Yu Chang to come back uh, because of what he brought defensively. But Pablo Reyes, Alex Cora's mentioned this. He likes his versatility a little bit more than than what Yu Chang brought to the table, and that's helped him, you know, a- acquire a spot. And now you look at his slash line; he goes three for three today, three twenty one average, three sixty three on base percentage, four seventeen slugging percentage. Again, a guy that couldn't stick with the A's. At least they they decide to deal him off because they don't see him as a, as a player that could help them, despite them being as bad as they are. And he ends up helping the Red Sox. That's that's that that that's how baseball works out sometimes. But the Red Sox, of course, are the benefactor there when he hits the walk off grand slam on Monday, and then uh, plays shortstop tonight with Trevor Story being the designated hitter. By the way, he went 0 for four with three strikeouts for a second consecutive night. Still not worrying too much about him, despite back to back nights of doing that. Uh, all that being said, Pablo Reyes he, he's been a nice addition to this Red Sox team, and and the Red Sox have gotten more from him I think than any of us would have expected but you'll take it and especially in a season like this where the Red Sox have dealt with as many injuries as they've had let's go back to the phones let's go to Liam in Portsmouth Liam you're on Red Sox review hey Joe uh reaching out again I know we haven't always seen uh eye to eye on things but I think right now it's still a little concerning with the team um with their bats really being dead outside of uh outside of Casas and Right now, you know, we've, we caught a break early on in the series with uh, the missed strike, th- uh, the missed strike three call there. Um, and you know, tonight we have them hitting the ball into the light, the catcher's interference, the missed diving catch. We we caught another break again tonight. But until those bats start to heat up again, I, I think it's a little concerning for, uh, for us. And I, I'm not sure if we can make that playoff run, especially with the taxing on the bullpen that we've been doing over the last few games. Yeah, Lee- it's good that we have. You know, these guys coming back, but go ahead. No, Liam, and, and I appreciate the call. And listen, despite some you know disagreements, I do love hearing from you. So continue to chime in. Uh, and if you want to grab his line, six one seven 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 nine seven nine three seven. He he brings up the offense, and and I just hit on this, so I think it's fair for Liam to bring it up. Coming into today, the Red Sox last eleven games, they were three and eight over this stretch, and they had been among the worst offensive teams in Major League Baseball during this stretch. I rattled off the numbers. I'll give it to you one more time. 29th in on-base percentage, 28th in average, and then 25th in slugging, and they'd only scored 36 runs over this stretch as well. Wasn't hitting the, they weren't hitting the long ball too much. That being said, 
The Red Sox came into tonight overall offensively, ninth in Major League Baseball in runs scored, fourth in average, ninth in on-base percentage, seventh in slugging, seventh in OPS. So I, I think offensively that they have these ups and downs at times, but overall I trust the group in, in, in the totality of what it's done. You just have to ride the waves at times, and thankfully they get enough tonight to beat the Kansas City Royals 4-3. to And again, if you want to chime into Red Sox Review, 617-779-7937. But, you know, Liam also mentions the pitching. It, to me, that's of grave concern, just in, in terms of how much the bullpen's been taxed this year. Since Garrett Whitlock hit the IL, the Red Sox have the most bullpen innings of any team in Major League Baseball. Thankfully, they get five out of Nick Pavetta today, uh, and he, he ends up earning the win for the Red Sox in this game, his eighth of the season. But the bullpen is just it has taken a beating all year long, and their numbers have dwindled as they've gone with the openers now for over a month, two times out of every five in the rotation. But it's 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 I think it's one of my chief concerns for the Red Sox moving forward as they continue to try to compete for a playoff spot. Let's go to Dan in the car. Dan, you're on Red Sox Review. Yeah. Hey, what's going on, fellas? I mean, I, I would like to take a contrarian point to all that. Uh, you know, baseball, there's slumps. You know, bats are cold right now is what it is. We know the offense is not, you know, really of great concern. What I'm really worried about, you know, I pitching's coming back. How Whitlock sale, right? Keep kicking the can down the road. Keep hoping. What's really the most concerning, right, is Devers coming out and saying pre-deadline, we need pitching, we need pitching. Dude, just keep your eye on the ball and just focus on yourself and hitting. I'm just, you know, I think if they believe when they get these guys back that they can do it, great. You know, if they tune out the cancerous, you know, Boston media, you know, outside of Red Sox tonight, they'll be in good shape. But I think they got to just kind of sit back and say, look, fellas, we can do this. The stars are starting to line. Guys are getting healthy. We got to believe, you know, and stop complaining about getting pitched at the deadline. Yeah, Dan, and I appreciate the call. Appreciate you chiming in. If you want to grab his line, 617-779-7937. Uh, I, I, I think the Red Sox have the, the, the capability of, of, of putting a little bit more belief in our minds and getting a little bit closer to the Blue Jays, especially with the teams they have coming up uh, in the uh, in the Nationals that'll, uh, that'll follow this series uh, against the – I'm sorry, it's the Tigers coming up next and then the Nationals uh, following the series against the Royals. But uh, I, I think the, the pitching side and, and the health of some guys coming back, to me, and you heard about the Rafi Devers comment that was just brought up there by Dan, but you know, I, I think it was a fair comment for Rafi to bring up. And to me, it's, it's the thing when you look back at the deadline that I wish that the Red Sox front office invested in because I felt that this team as we were approaching the deadline was one worth being a buyer, maybe you know, not a full in buyer where you're, you're trading off top prospects. You know, obviously the top guys in the Red Sox system are, are ones that you don't want to, uh, you know, give up. But all that being said, the, the, the thing I, I, I keep coming back to is, is the Red Sox bullpen and how much they've been used. It's, 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 it's put so much of an onus on them to carry the load when you could maybe do that for a week or two, but you can't do it for this long. Let's go back to the phones. Let's go to Paul in Dedham. Paul, you're on Red Sox Review. Paul, you there? Yep. Hi, how you doing? Paul, how you doing? Thanks for joining us. Yeah, we were at the game tonight. Trevor's story, he looked rough, not swinging at good pitches, uh, swinging at stuff that was way outside. What's going to take to get him back on track? 
Yeah, Paul, it's, it's, it's the question, right? When you think of Trevor's story, now that he's back with the Red Sox and appreciate you calling into the show, I, I, I think with Trevor's story, it's just going to take some time. And you've heard Alex Cora now talk about it. I heard him on Gresham Fourier today talk about Trevor's story and just what it's, you know, for him, what it's going to take to get back to what he used to be with the Rockies or even last year when he was really hot. And Alex Cora mentioned that, you know, despite getting some games in the minor leagues, right, and whatever you can do while you're rehabbing, it's just not the same as stepping into a big league batter's box and the difficulty of facing big league pitching in a moment where you're actually competing for something. And it's going to take this guy some time. The defense, I hope, is just there for him, you know, as he tries to find his back. Because I'm not shocked it's it's been this much trouble for him since he's returned. 0 for 8, 6 strikeouts now over two combined games. He's having trouble catching up to the fastball. He's expanding the zone and swinging at too many breaking balls out of the zone. So he's an easy out right now. You, you, you hope it doesn't continue for too long. But I can't say I'm all that shocked considering what you hear from former big league players. Somebody like Alex Cora talking about the adjustment of being away from the game for this long, now being back in there. But this is a guy you've invested a lot of money into. So you hope you see it toward the tail end of this season that he starts to get into a groove offensively as he gets more at-bats, more reps under him. And then next year, you really fully get the player that you invested all this money into. Six years, $140 million. The Red Sox haven't gotten their return on investment quite yet. uh, But at the same time, there's still some time in that contract to do that. You hope to see some signs of that uh, over the last 48 games of this season. He obviously won't play every single day, but he's going to play a lot. He's going to get a lot of starts at shortstop, and at least for the time being, as he tries to find his bat, he can stabilize that shortstop spot that has just killed the Red Sox all year long. They've used six guys at that spot. One of them is Bobby Dahlbeck, so you know how dire the situation got at one point, even though that was only for one game. But that being said, you have him back, you get the win, and the offense does enough without him to earn the victory tonight. Again, if you want to chime in, 617-779-7937. We'll go back to the text. We'll go back to the phones. We'll pause for a short break. Coming back with more here on Red Sox Review right after this. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Here's a deep fly ball to right by Tristan Casas. That one's way out of here. Another ball over the bullpen. This one over the Red Sox bullpen. First pitch homer for Tristan Casas. And the Red Sox have tied the game at one. That one, 431 feet. And an exit velocity of 108.7. 
Tristan Costas with another bomb tonight. The Red Sox end up winning 4-3 over the Kansas City Royals. So the Sox now 59-55 and overall on the year. They're still five games back of the Blue Jays for that third wildcard spot. Joe Weil with you here on Red Sox Review. We appreciate all of you listening. And for those who have been chiming in via the text line, you can still call in 617-779-7937. Joe Braverman killing it behind the glass as always. And Mike Tazi also handling the phones as well. Thanks to both of those guys. Let's go back to the phones. Let's go to Kenny in the car. Kenny, you're on Red Sox Review. Hey, guys. Thanks for taking the call. Um think that right now I, I don't think there's too much optimism about like a real real playoff push and at the end of the season it feels like either Cora or Haim is going to be on the hot seat um, I feel like we've been hearing patience preached for a while and what Cora's strengths seemed to be in like 2018 when we made the first run with him was the, the hands-on touch that he had on the clubhouse and the bullpen and how to kind of pull those magic strings and feels like this season and last season, he started to lose the clubhouse. So if at the end of the season, I, I, my question is kind of this. At, at the end of the season, do you think the, these two guys are on the hot seat? And do you, which one do you think goes if one of them has to? My, I lean Cora right now because uh, I think there's a lot of value in what Heim's done for the farm system, but love to hear your opinion, guys. Yeah, Ken, yeah, Kenny, and I appreciate the call. It's an interesting premise, too, where you think about where the Red Sox are and, and especially how the rest of the season goes. You know, if, if they go out without really making any noise, then uh, there are going to be a lot more questions. Those questions will be magnified in the offseason, uh, and especially with those two guys. I, I, I think... Both of them stick around for one more year, barring some epic collapse this year. And the reason I think that is because the young players have taken some big steps forward. You can see some parts of what you view as the future start to do well in the present. But I think both of them, it's for the, both of them, it's a big year next year. I believe, I'm actually going to disagree with the call, though. I appreciate Kenny chiming in and see his perspective as well. I, I look at Alex Cora and what he's done with this team, and I feel like he's gotten a lot out of them. Uh, you know, where they sit now, four games above 500 with all the injuries, especially on the starting pitcher side, how much they've had to use the bullpen. I, I think he's done a really good job managing this team. And then as for Heim Bloom, I, I, I see the pluses and the minuses in terms of what he's done this year. He's built that back end of the bullpen. Chris Martin's been awesome. I mean, just awesome for the Red Sox this year. Kenley Jansen's been a nice signing. On top of that, the guys that he wanted to be patient on have delivered Josh Winkowski. He's been a horse in the bullpen. He tosses a one, two, three inning after a rough year last year. They stick with Jaron Duran, who, uh, who, who's had a great year for the Red Sox here in 2023 after looking very lost a season ago. Uh, Tristan Casas, they've been nothing but patient and now he's started to deliver to deliver offensively. So I think next year, in my mind, the way I've been viewing it, next year is a, a must-figure-it-out year. They have to spend, they have to go above the luxury tax and invest in this team, in my mind, uh, if they want to um, you know, really make a, a dent uh, in terms of uh, you know, really getting some headway in the American League East, getting to the spot where, or getting to a point where the projections going into the season see them as a as a yeah, team that is going to be in a playoff spot. We're going to go back to the phones again. Let's go to Bruce in the car. Bruce, you're on Red Sox Review. Hey, good evening. Okay, so the story was going to take 
and come back when he was 100% ready, right? And then there was an enormous blowback about that, I think rightfully so. And so he comes back today or yesterday, and Cora bats him third. So everybody knows that the adjustment is the toughest on hitting going from AAA to the majors. Why don't you put, put him down at six or seven and take the pressure off of him? It doesn't make any sense at all. Put him in the field. The fielding he can do. That adjustment from uh, he's going to have the fielding chops, but everybody knows he's going to have trouble hitting. And why put him at third? That's way too much pressure. Yeah, Bruce, I, I think it's a fair point. I appreciate you calling in uh, here to Red Sox Review. It is a lot of pressure to throw him into you know the three spot right out of the shoot after all this missed time. It was a 331-day uh, layoff before yesterday. So I, uh, I, I, I do think it's a long layoff, and then to throw him immediately into that spot, uh, I, it is asking a lot of them. You look at the way the lineup was tonight, right? So it was a right-handed pitcher on the mound, and the way that Alex Cora wanted to stack it, at least the way I view it, is you want to get a right-handed hitter in the middle of some left-handed hitters, right? So Jaron Duran, Masataki Yoshida, two left-handed, left-handed hitters up the top, and then you have Rafi Devers, Tristan Costas, Alex Verdugo. You want to throw one right-handed hitter in there so that when you go to the uh, the bullpen and what the Royals can match up with, you're not just leaving yourself susceptible to lefty, 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 lefty. So that's why I think they have Trevor Story hitting third to break up all those left-handed hitters. Uh, but, you know, again, he's 0 for 8 now with six strikeouts. It's cl- clearly been an adjustment to get him back. Uh, you know, from an offensive side, and I, I think this is going to continue on for a little bit. So I, I think we. How all long have... are we talking though? How long until like we sort of get concerned, being like, okay, it feels like it's been some time. How come he hasn't hit the ball? I think you got to give him at least two weeks. I know that's a long time, but it, he's been out of the game for so long. Listen, I understand being frustrated because you you signed him to such a big deal, but I just think, I just think also it's... situationally he's in a bad spot because they're banking on him, right? Just just like that, yeah. They going need... back to Trevor Story that they and that, signed up, for. and that's why Joe, I think defensively, that's where at least you can bring that to the table if you're Trevor Story because you and I have watched Kike Hernandez play a lot of shortstop this year when he shouldn't have, and we've seen this defense be as bad as it has has been all year they need Trevor Story to at least be sound defensively uh with the offensive production probably going to be lagging uh, a little bit uh, appreciate everybody chiming into the show here tonight it's been a lot of fun chatting with you guys want to just amend one thing or not amend just uh, talked about Christian Arroyo and how he there was a question about him and Sadon Rafaela Christian Arroyo is not on the 40 man so uh, a couple people chiming in about that, but just thinking maybe if they need a middle infield depth piece, they go to him at some point because they now have him in Worcester. Sadon Rafael, though, another hit today. He's been awesome to watch. Could be a guy we see in September, and it would be a lot of fun to see him. Great job by Joe Braverman back there at uh, behind the glass here at WEI. Also got to thank Mike Tazi, seeing him for the first time. Man in the phones, getting all the calls in. We appreciate everybody that's been chiming in. We're going to be right back at it tomorrow, so feel free to call into Red Sox Review at that point. The Red Sox, a 4-3 winner today over Kansas City. We'll be back at it tomorrow. 7-10 first pitch. Mass Mutual Red Sox sh- uh, pregame show starts at 6-10. We hope you can join us right here. On WEI, this is Joe Weil signing off. T 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.